Good morning and welcome to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. My name is Reverend Jason Warren Griffiths and on the behalf of the team and I, I'd love to say welcome. I'm really glad you're here. It's Mother's Day, May 9th, 2020. And if you're listening on the podcast, I'm really glad you're tuned in as well. Got a couple announcements. First is, Happy Mother's Day uh, to all the mother figures and moms out there. Um, also, love to praise God for we started the jam at PCC last Tuesday, and I got up, got out a lot of pent up aggression, and there was a lot of uh, instruments played and a lot of noise made. So um, make sure you you make it out to the next one if you if you like music. This Saturday, May 15th, it's Love Costa Mesa Day, and that's organized by Trellis, and there's all different kinds of ways to serve this city. Just log on to uh, lovecostamesa.org, sign up for a project. Some of them are as easy as writing a note um, to someone in recovery, and then there's build projects, there's cleanup projects, and there's still space on a lot of the projects, so... um, Go to that website and be a part of serving the city in which we live in, in which we dwell um, this Saturday. And then also uh, next Sunday at 1 p.m. at San Juan Capistrano Presbyterian Church, um, Leanne Stroman, who spent some time serving us at this local outpost, Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, as children's uh, minister, um, She's getting installed into as the as the head pastor of that church. So and it's at one p.m. So come to church next week. Grab a bite to eat. Cruise down to San Juan Capistrano and see a sister get installed as the head pastor of the local um, outpost of God's kingdom down in San Juan Capistrano. And then in two weeks, May twenty third. It's Pentecost, and we're going to celebrate by having lunch together. So make sure you bring your lunch, uh, packed lunch, you know what I mean? Like a lunch basket, what are those things? Picnic, picnic basket, you know? And uh, we'll share a meal together out here on the lawn and on the courtyard. And then after that, if you've got some free time and you want to join us, we're going to walk around the neighborhood and introduce ourselves to neighbors and invite them to this drive-in service. We'll have some flyers made. Well, we have some flyers already made, right? They're really cool looking, too. Um, so come be a part of that in a couple of weeks. Because it is the birthday of the church, you know, and we celebrate. Anywho, I'm glad. Uh, is anybody awake? Yeah. Just one horn. Just There it is. There it is. That's it. That's it. That's it. Just making sure everybody's still there. Uh, anything else? Any other announcements? I think that's it on the announcements. I'll call us to worship. And I'm using Psalm 91, uh, Psalm 98, verses 1 and 2. And please stand if you're able and willing. Go ahead. Sing your brand new song to the Lord. He is famous for his miracles and his marvels. For he is victorious through his mighty power and holy strength. Everyone knows how God has saved us, for he has displayed his justice throughout history. Let's worship the Lord, singing, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. 
Happy Mother's Day to all mothers, and I would like to get a, on a, a, a horn honking accompaniment from this announcement. All right, now gets, let's get the organ pitch for the uh, him to sing. We're gonna have some pitch races, so please yell it out the best you can. <clears throat> Good morning. 
I just wanted to take this time to thank all the women in our congregation on this Mother's Day. Um, we so appreciate each and every one of you, and we hope you enjoyed your rose as you came into church this morning. And on that note, we want to just share a special thanks to Sharon and Nora for arranging for those flowers for us for this morning. And at this time, all children and youth are dismissed to Sunday school. The Spirit of God helps us in our weaknesses, interceding with sighs too deep for words. Knowing that God hears what is deep in our hearts, as well as the words we speak aloud, let us now come to God in prayer. O Lord our God, you call us to work for a world where all will be fed and have dignity but we find ourselves distracted by our own desires. You call us to seek justice and peace, but we are satisfied with injustice and discord. You call us to bring liberty to the oppressed, but we do not insist on freedom for all. Forgive us, O Lord. Turn us to your will by the power of your Spirit so that all may know your justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. God told the prophet Isaiah, As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. Hear the good news. Hope does not disappoint us, for God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit given to us in baptism. Believe this good news and give thanks. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen. Well, good morning. Let's sing together. For the day. For the light, for the world revolved around the sun. God on high stepped down into time and wrote the story of his love for everyone. He has filled our hearts with wonder so that we always remember. You and I are made to worship You and I are called to love You and I are forgiven and free You and I embrace surrender You and I choose to believe You and I will see We were meant to be All we are and all we have is all a gift from God that we receive. Brought to life, we open up our eyes to see the majesty and glory of the King. He has filled our hearts with wonder. So that we always remember You and I are made to worship 
and I embrace surrender when you and I choose to believe you and I will see we were meant to be even the rocks cry out even the heavens shout at the sound of his holy and I are called to love you and I are forgiven and free when you and I embrace surrender you and I choose to believe you and I will see you meant to you and I are made to worship you and I are called to love you and I are forgiven and free I'll remind myself of all that you 
morning. I'd love to give you a snapshot of what our author was going through as, as Jesus was being crucified. And it's from the Gospel of John, written by John, our author. Um, and it's in chapter 19. And it starts in, in verse 25. And it's, he writes this. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary. Mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, here's your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. Um, it's Mother's Day. And I personally, uh, I lost my mom in 2003. And one of my favorite parts of the church capital C is that I have a bunch of moms right here uh, it started with a woman named Diane Feltz O'Healy she handed the baton when we moved up to San Marino to Jane Parsons um, moved out to Muskegon Michigan they handed the baton to Sue and Nancy Nancy's the best pie baker by the way I've ever met in my life uh, and then now that I'm here, 
I got a bunch of them. I got a bunch of mother figures, and I'm really grateful for each of you. Uh, Elsie, my assistant, um, my coworker Sharon. There's numerous times where she said, "Stay in bed, drink water," <laughs> and uh, I love this text because there's one of these moments as Jesus is paying for all of our sins. He's grateful for mother figures. He's grateful for his mom. And he hands the baton to John, the guy who's writing the text that we're studying this morning. Um, So it's a little sermonette. And some Mother's Days, it doesn't hit me that that my mom's not with me. But this Mother's Day, it does. For some reason, I'm like, that's lame. I didn't have a mom since 2003. So if you're out there um, and you're missing somebody really you love, uh, I see you, and God sees you, and God's glad you're here, and you're in the right place. Um, let's turn to our text. We're going to finish First John this morning, and then we're going to move on to Second John, and then we're going to take a break for Pentecost, because you've got to study the text in Pentecost, and then we'll finish with Third John at the end of May. Um, But like I said last week, love. (laughs) It's the kind of the repeated note over and over in this text. And like I said last week, it kind of crescendoed in chapter 4. But I want us to enlarge our ears and listen for the note that God has for you this morning. I'm going to start 5-1. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Messiah, the Rescuer, has been born of God. And everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this, we know that we love the children of God. When we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this. That we obey his commandments. And his commandments aren't burdensome. For whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world. Our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Now I'm going to skip down to verse 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Maybe the note you need to hear is to believe that Jesus is the Christ. He's the rescuer. He's the Messiah. He saves the day for all of us and he saves the day for you. 
Maybe you need to hear... Jesus wants to meet you this morning and rescue you. But if you believe in, in, in you believe that Jesus is the Christ, you believe that Jesus is the Messiah, you are born of God. Maybe the note you need to hear is you believe that Jesus has rescued you. Welcome to the family. As second Exodus people, you are now God's child. And we celebrated the, the, the Lord's Supper last week. Welcome to the table. I'm yours, you are mine. We're brothers and sisters. And that's the next thing out of John's mouth. How do we know we're doing our part in loving our family? How do we know if we're loving each other correctly? How do we know, or how do we connect once again to the people to the right and to the people to the left? John says it's absolutely essential. That's the first thing he says about it. He says, you know what? If you don't love the person to your right and to your left, you need to reevaluate if God's your father. You need to reevaluate whether you made God the parent of your life, whether you're listening to his voice. But there's also another little tip in there, I think. If we're bickering amongst each other, you know, we got problems amongst ourselves. I know we don't here at Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. We, we all love each other. Like, hey, there's, no, there's no bickering here. There's no, you know, infighting or anything, you know. But this is for the churches, you know, that have uh, family issues, you know. This is for a friend, you know what I mean? Uh, What happens when, if, let's say you're a parent. We've got a couple parents in the room, right? What happens when your kids are screaming each other? What do I do? First thing I say is go talk to mom. <laughs> right? And the first thing she usually says, go talk to dad. We have a thing about ourselves. We love to parent one another, right? Have you noticed that in your kids? You need to do this, Elsie. That's what I hear Zeke say. You need to do this. Elsie will say, I don't need to do this. You need to do this. We do that as a church. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to not do this. You need to not do that. John's little tip right here, go up to the Father. Spend some time with God. Obey his commands. Listen to his voice. Get to know him. Get in this word. Dust off your Bible. Open her up. 
and then get in there. Obey his commands. What's he talking about? What's his commands? His commands throughout this book are his command to love. No questions asked. That's in 421. His other command is believe in Jesus. Believe that Jesus has made you that son and made you that daughter. Believe in the Messiah that has rescued us and pulled us and like snapped the chains and freed us from this world and he is your king. And you don't have to listen to all these voices that are saying negative things about you or your brothers and sisters. You listen to his voice and you listen to his voice alone. You believe in him. There used to be an old gospel song. I got Jesus on the main line. Have you ever heard that one? I got Jesus on the main line. Pick up the phone. You got Jesus on the main line. You've got access to the Father through Jesus the Christ. Believe in him. Maybe the note you need to hear this morning is loving God will express itself in obedience. If you're having trouble obeying, if you're like, man, this is tedious, you've mixed up, you've mixed up the order. You've mixed up the order. You've become pharisaical, you've become a moralistic Christian, or you become, if I do this, God should do this, kind of follower of Jesus. If things are tedious, stop what you're doing. Drop it. Drop it and go receive love from God the Father through Jesus Christ. Remind yourself by this word, by time alone with God, by time alone at the beach with God, by time alone in your house with God, by time alone in the grocery market with God. He's anywhere and everywhere. Reach out and say, remind me how much you love me. Fill me up with some power because I'm tired of trying on my own. Maybe you need to hear at the end. Victory is already won. Remember a couple weeks ago, I always I asked, I mentioned, I asked Mark Lackey, who's sitting up here driving in the front row, to say, how are you, buddy? And he goes, I'm victorious, baby. This text, it's like John only knew one word. They translated it in a, a bunch of different things in verses four and five. Um, you ever seen Back to the Future 3? Do you remember when Marty McFly goes back and he's, he enters into that old-timey bar for the first time and there's an old guy and he reads his sneakers and he goes, Nikkei, what's that? Do you remember that? That's actually really good pronunciation of the Greek word that John overuses in these four verses. Victory. Nike. 
where Nike gets its name. You're having trouble obeying. You're having trouble realizing how much you're loved. You have trouble just with everyday walking through life. Go back to these verse 4 and 5 and read them over and over. There's Nike in pretty much every form of that word. There's present active. He says, we're overcoming. How are we overcoming? Because we have faith in the victory. The noun. The victory. Meaning the cross. In which Jesus claimed victory. For all of us, plural. And perfect. Once and for all. He did it once, but it's for all. It's for eternity. You can't outrun it. You can't, you could run as fast as the fastest train or airplane in any direction. And you can never outrun the outstretch of the victory that happened on the cross in Jesus Christ. What is that saying to you that have faith in Jesus the Christ? We're untouchable. I know I've used this before, but have you ever seen the movie Matrix? The Matrix, you remember? Nobody? Okay. Still, still you guys aren't watching your televisions. That's okay. That's good. You're in your Bibles and that's encouraging. But there's this movie called The Matrix. It came out in 99, I think, or something, 2000. And there's this guy, he's, anyway, I won't go through the whole premise of the whole plot of this book or this movie. But the part I want to talk to is right at the end when he realizes that he is in this false world and he realizes that Actually, the rules within this world don't apply to him because he's actually a member of reality. And he's in this hallway and there's all these guys shooting guns at him and he just says, stop. And all the bullets just stop in the middle of the air and he pulls them out. And he's realized that this world is so beneath him, he can do whatever he wants. That's us as followers of Jesus. We are members of this kingdom triumphant. We are members of this second exodus. We are slaves to righteousness, but a righteousness that, 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 that doesn't come through the law, but that comes through faith in Jesus the Christ. And it's free. Grace. And then I used to work up in San Marino and there was a pastor down the road. Um, name was Rex. He was at South Pass Presbyterian Church. I think he's retired now. But every I, I saw him preach like a, a couple occasions on retreats and stuff like that with other youth groups and jazz. Um, and all of his sermons were kind of like mysteries. And then there would be a big reveal at the end and he would say and there it is that was his catchphrase and there it is p.s tangent 
Don't ever watch a mystery with my wife. <laughs> She's amazing at figuring out who's done anything. You're watching a television show, like five seconds into the television show, that guy did it. That girl did it. <laughs> She's really good at deciphering that stuff. John is very similar, not to my wife because he doesn't spoil movies for me, uh, <laughs> but very similar to Rex in that his gospel, he does this, and in this letter, he does this. I wrote all of this for one reason. And what's that one reason? That you may know that you have eternal life. He's talking all about this love and he's talking all about the Jesus that calls us through this immense amount of love that he displayed from the Father through himself. And it's all to a persecuted and broken down church. Have you felt broken down? Have you felt like we're fragmented? Have you felt like we're kind of spinning our wheels? This is straight to us. This is straight to the church of even today. All the voices are saying all these different things. Listen up, people. The God of the universe absolutely adores you. He wrote this epistle to it, and this is why I'm preaching about it every week. This is why I'm up here. To tell you this message, he he's crazy about you. He's nuts about you. He's thinking about that time in two weeks that you've said, hey, I'm going to hang out with you. How can we apply any of this? This is one of those ones... I just think I, I, I need to remind you. Listen for the notes that John writes about. But listen for them after you leave this place. Maybe this morning you need to be rescued. And you didn't even know it. Maybe this morning you need to start stop bickering with a brother or sister in the Lord. And you need to spend some time with your heavenly father. And listen to what he's got to say about the issues. Maybe you need to just sit like someone would sit under one of those heat lamps. And remember, I've got victory. Maybe you're, you're starting to be weary and tired of the obedience and you've gotten your priorities a little mixed up. It happens to me all the time.
But this is our call. This text is our call to come back and just sit in that truth. If we, if we know we're loved, we know we're adored by God, much like when we're, we know when we're loved some, by somebody, you know? You know when you, you, you walk into a room and you see somebody and you just like the way they, they see you. That's what this text is talking about. God, you should like the way that God sees you because it's absolutely the best of anyone. And receive that. And obedience will be fun. Just a little thing on the side about that. I, I felt really rich as a, as a dad this morning. I came in and Jeff's on vacation in Colorado. And a lot of our team isn't here. But I looked out and my, my son and Simon were putting out the chairs and they were pushing and riding that cart. It was, looked extremely dangerous. <laughs> with those, you know, it's like one tons of chairs. And if it goes wrong, they could both be hurt pretty badly. But I saw them, they were serving. And they were serving with, I, c- I couldn't tell because they had masks on, but they were probably smiling. I know they were giggling because I hear, ee. but that's a snapshot of what it's like when we, when we sit and we, we wait. Don't just do something. Sit there. Amen. We're going to get to sing some JT in a second. I love James Taylor. I get, anybody notice that in the lyrics? This James Taylor song that we're, we're going to be singing. Let me um, give you an update. Once again, I am floored by the generosity and the steadfast giving of this place. And you people. I shouldn't say this place. This church, you as individuals, impress the heck out of me. You guys, um, it's, it's amazing. Last two weeks, $21,962 in tithes and offerings. It makes obedience fun when you're loved, right? When we all pitch in and we all see, catch a piece of this vision, we all throw our couple bucks in and God can use it and we start opening the doors up to jams and stuff like that. I'm just excited. Anywho, that's a, that's, I'm out of time. I, I shouldn't do another sermon. Uh, but gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. That's what you hear from your pastor this morning. Um, if you're at home, you uh, mail your your tithes and offerings to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And if you're here, you leave your tithes and offerings at one of the stations that you passed on, on your way in. 
Um, but this morning's tithes and offerings are now received. Well, it's Mother's Day, and I had written a song for Mother's Day a number of years ago, and last year we put it on the podcast, and we were going to do it today, but the theme was on love, and so we wanted to wrap up everything that Tim spoke, uh, Tim, I'm still, still caught 15 years ago, Jason spoke about uh, today. Hi, I'm Danny, and this is Jason. Uh, and, and we wanted to sing on the theme of love. So I posted the Mother's Day song on social media for anyone that is there. You can listen to it or not. And it's a tribute to my mother and to all mothers, whether you have had children or not. You have mothered all of us. But we want to sing this James Taylor song. And I know most of you, if you've been alive, which I hope you are still this morning, um, have heard James Taylor. And the lyrics are in your program, and I just want you to think about your moms, and think about your dads, and think about each other, and we all need each other. And if, if we miss anything in the message of Jesus, the one thing we should get right is love. Let's be friends to one another. down in trouble and you need a helping hand and nothing oh nothing is going right close your eyes and think of me and soon I will be there Bright enough, even the darkest night. You just call out my name, and you know wherever I am, I'll come running to see you again. summer or fall all you gotta do is call and I'll be there oh yeah 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 you got a friend the sky turn dark and full of clouds that old north wind should begin to blow keep your head together and call my name out loud soon I'll be knocking upon
spring, summer, or fall. All you gotta do is call, and I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, ain't it good to know that you've got a friend? People can be so cold. They'll hurt you and desert you. Well, they'll take your soul if you let them. Oh, boat, don't you let them. Here we go. You just call out my name and you know wherever I am, I'll come. All you gotta do is call, and I'll be there, yeah, 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 yeah. You've got a friend, you've got a friend, you've got a friend, you've got a friend, you've got a friend. Well done. On this second Sunday of May, we celebrate our mothers and their legacies. We celebrate mothers who are in the midst of raising young children and teenagers. We celebrate mothers whose nests are empty. We celebrate aunties and all women who mother and nurture and love our next generation. We pray your grace and strength for all these women, for the Lord our God has taught us to honor our mothers. Shall we pray together? Merciful and magnificent God, we do indeed thank you today for our mothers and pray your blessing on each woman here who is a mother and on each woman who has mothered young ones. Thank you for the privilege you have given us to nurture the next generation. Father, agitate us and break our hearts for what breaks yours. It is far too easy to be content with our lives and neglect the pain and suffering around us. Lord God, we grieve with the country of India at the toll that the coronavirus is wreaking on its citizens. Hasten the worldwide effort to send aid. Prompt neighbor to help neighbor. Quicken the availability of vaccines and their implementation into arms. Lord, we pray in the powerful name of Jesus our Lord for healing and wholeness for India. O great physician, we continue to pray for the coronavirus to be thwarted locally, nationally, and globally. Reveal to each one of us our part as global citizens in bringing this threat to an end. And remind us to continue to pray for those stricken with the virus, 
to pray for the healthcare personnel and first responders that work so tirelessly to keep us safe. Bless them and keep them. Our Lord and God, we pray for our church, for Pastor Jason and his family, for Pastor Sharon, for our staff, our elders, and our deacons. Lord, give each one your strength to carry on your purpose. We pray, too, for your wisdom and discernment. Show us what your plan is for this outpost of your kingdom. Use our hands and feet to be co-creators with you in your plan for our church and for our neighborhood. Precious Jesus, you know each one of us by name. You know our struggles and you know our hopes. For those who are struggling with loneliness, grief, anxiety, depression, and the like, we pray for your all-encompassing comfort. For those struggling with health issues, physical limitations, and disease, we pray for your healing and your wholeness. For those struggling financially, we pray, Lord, for your abundant provision. Father, we lift up Phyllis Smith and Sam Allen. Touch their bodies with your healing presence and cover them with your peace that transcends anything that we understand. We pause for a moment to lift up those near to us in need of prayer. And we continue praying as you taught your disciples to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Excellent. Please stand for this morning's benediction. And once again, thanks for joining us, and happy Mother's Day. Um, But may God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds today tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen. Come, bro.
spring, summer, fall. All you gotta do is call, and I'll be there. Like today in that old north wind should begin to blow. Keep your head together and call my name aloud. Soon I'll be, I'll be knocking upon your door. gotta do is call and I'll be there hey ain't it good to know that you got a friend when people can be so cold they'll hurt you and desert you well they'll take your soul if you let them so now to let them just call out my name and you know wherever I am I'll come running to see you again winter, spring, summer, fall all you gotta do is call I'll be there You got a friend You got a friend You got a friend You got a